0: nobody freak out but reportedly the chargers first interview with jim harbaugh went well but there is a dark horse team that has entered the mix for the michigan head coach's services you are locked on chargers your daily podcast on the los angeles chargers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogmeier, And We've been covering the Chargers now for eight seasons together, but this is our sixth year as the host of the Lockdown Chargers Podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys, as always, for making us your first listen and bear with me because I got some wisdom teeth pulled out today, but we're still here because there's big Jim Harbaugh news to talk about. And thank you guys, and always the everydayers, and to make sure you don't miss the show, go subscribe or follow for free on the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and listen wherever you get your podcast from. David, what do we got today?
1: Well, we know that the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh met for an interview and by reports by ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, things went well. Uh, Obviously not well enough for him to leave the building and uh, not interview with another potential team, which is the Atlanta Falcons, which is a little bit scary. But the fact that things went well is very encouraging. And hopefully this ends up with Jim Harbaugh being the Chargers head coach.
0: That's the goal, and I mean, maybe it's naive to think that he would only ever interview with one team, but we have a lot of Jim Harbour to get into because it is our Chargers mail back today, so we'll also get into the chances we think he's coming, how much he could help with the draft having come from college football, and so much more. But today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use the code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. That's J A S E. Medical.com. David, we all wondered how the meeting went when the Chargers met with Jim Harbaugh. Mainly, there was a lot of Chargers fans freaking out saying the meeting was only four hours. How could that have been good? The Chargers are screwing this up. But we did hear from Jeremy Fowler that accordingly. The chargers meeting as far as i've heard went well they formally interviewed yesterday the Chargers have not really been shy about their interest in harbaugh it is real it's legitimate i believe harbaugh has mutual interest as well the chance with that quarterback justin herbert to make something happen so eases the angst you know a little bit david i think you know makes you feel a little bit better about it but this is you know the best case scenario of what we could have seen come from this because the thing is is the chargers Having not fulfilled the Rooney reel yet, would not have been able to sign him on the dotted line. We don't know what the contract conversations happened, but just for him to even be in the building makes you feel good about at least the financial parts of it. You also have Fox Sports host radio, Bernie Frato, who said it went extremely well. So this is where reports that are coming out of it. Not, you know, official David, of course, but it feels like this is the best thing that could have come out of this first interview. I mean, you obviously didn't want to
1: hear about things going badly and them not you know being on the same page. <laughs> Can you and, imagine? And uh, you know, not having that kind of that synchronicity there. But, Um, Yeah, it's great news. It's great news in the fact that, you know, at least they are kind of speaking the same language. They are, you know, they're lining up on things. There's mutual interest there. I mean, why wouldn't why would there not be? I mean, Jim Harbaugh just won a national championship. He fulfilled his uh, kind of dreams of doing that at his alma mater. And now the only dream that's left is really to win a championship at the NFL level. And I I think, you know, looking around at the potential openings, how could you not want to have interest in playing with Justin Herbert? I mean, if, if you really want to have the best opportunity to go out there and win a championship, it's probably with the team that already has the best quarterback available out there with this opportunity uh, available as well. So hopefully this thing uh, does get done, but it doesn't you know, surprise me that you know there's mutual interest there. I'm just happy that things went well. And hopefully this is going towards the road of, crossing the finish line.
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, what we can't wait for. And the sooner it happens, the better. We're thinking as of now, it probably looks like next week. Unless the Chargers can pull another, you know, interview in person uh, out from thin air, basically, at this point. Which the Raiders have already fulfilled their Rooney rule, potentially, to bring in Antonio Pierce and make that official. Yeah, But it's unclear at this point. And I think as good as Chargers fans felt about seeing that it went well, Everything got scrapped late on Tuesday night because a report came out seemingly out of nowhere that Atlanta, the Falcons were announcing that they interviewed Jim Harbaugh. And David, the last couple of years, Jim Harbaugh interviewed with the Vikings, and that was it. Then he interviewed last year with the Broncos, and that was it. So to see that come out, you know, I I mean, with nobody reporting that it was going to happen is a little bit scary and we did have you know going along with our Chargers mailbag Bender Bolt Riguez asked how worried should we be and I think there was a lot of people worried when they saw that report
1: I mean naturally you would be I mean also I think it's probably a little bit naive to think that Jim Harbaugh was only going to talk to the Chargers obviously if he had interest in returning to the NFL he's probably going to take multiple uh, interviews as, as they come across his desk as his representation line that up as because also like this is you know potential leverage against the Chargers as well. It's like, hey, you know, I know that we have interest there, but you know, the Falcons have interest in me too. So, I mean, are you going to up the dollars? Are you going to up the control? I mean, this could be a bargaining chip for sure. But uh yeah, like you said, I mean, things weren't really going to happen this week because not all of the parameters have been met for the Rooney rule. So, there's probably some time between now and and when this actually gets done, but You never want to see any of the other teams interviewing the candidate that you want uh, that you're still really invested in. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, you look around, you know, Chargers, uh, Twitter, I mean, Facebook, anywhere, Charger fans want Jim Harbaugh to be the coach. And they're extremely invested in it. And I don't think they want to see any other outcome other than Jim Jim Harbaugh being the coach of the Chargers.
0: Yeah, and in a perfect world, you know, they could have gotten him in the building, and as Sean Merriman put it, he could have been standing outside the door to not let him leave. Right? I would have, have I would have, I would have liked that. Then. but yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Falcons have already interviewed a bunch of people. It's their yeah. seventh interview overall, so they are casting a wide net, right? And I think to your point about leverage, I think where that would come into play is just like, okay, well, if the Raiders are really going to, with Antonio Pierce, maybe they don't even get an interview with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Maybe they haven't, you know, tried to get an interview with Jim Harbaugh, and what that would mean is the chargers would look like at this point before some of these other potential jobs open up as the only team that's interested in Jim Harbaugh, which for leverage isn't good for Jim Harbaugh. Right. If the chargers don't believe he's going back to Michigan, right? If the chargers saying, Hey, you're not going back to Michigan either way. He could be like, okay, well let me see what else I have out here, you know, to potentially raise this price. So I think that's where the leverage part of it would come in. But There have been some reports almost immediately after things went well, according according to Jeremy Fowler with the Chargers interview, that Michigan was still in the mix. This is from Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports who said, specifically sources said Harbaugh is seeking language in a contract that would grant him immunity from termination from any finding or sanction that could arise from multiple current NCAA investigations into the football program. He did also say that things are still happening. The contract talks are still happening between Jim Harbaugh In Michigan so that was another thing where it's like what does it mean you know what do you think when you see that that he's basically still working on a contract with Michigan so how worried were you when you saw that what did that kind of mean to you
1: yeah I mean obviously if I'm Jim Harbaugh of course I'm going to want immunity in in my contract over there because he's facing a lot of sanctions he's facing you know fines potential suspension once again so of course he's gonna to want to say, hey, I mean, if all of this thing, all of these things come down on my head, then yeah, I want to be protected from you know being fired uh, for cause, and I want to make sure that I still get my money. But there's also a report that came out from ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, who said on a Tuesday edition of Sports Center that while Michigan is pushing to retain Harbaugh with a new contract, it appears unlikely that he will continue his tenure with the Wolverines. So that right there is a kind of a conflicting report there, but I mean. And until a contract is signed, it's not really, you know, good business to be able to close one avenue or another. You want to keep all of your options open so that you can go with the, you know, the ultimate best option. But yeah, I mean, with with that report there, it kind of makes me feel like, you know, that's really not going to happen and that he's on his way out of college football and back to the NFL.
0: Yeah. I mean, according to Jeremy Fowler, basically he said that the chances are pretty small or probably pretty small that he goes back to Michigan at this point. And then after that, you see that report come out. Then Jim Harbaugh's, you know, interviewing with the Falcons. So I think these things are all coming together. Of course, Jim Harbaugh would want that. We don't know when he asked for it or what the timeline is for that. Of course, he's going to say that he's still doing something with Michigan and negotiating that if he's trying to get more from the Chargers. So it all kind of comes hand in hand. But will they actually get it done? Because the thing is, is it's not 100% at this point. All of these things could still technically come to fruition. So we're going to get into what the chances are that he comes, how much he could help with the draft, and if we see the Chargers head coach or general manager be hired first coming up right after this. I do need to tell you guys, though, that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need an opportunity to get something off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. So today I want to see how I really feel about something you might even be thinking the same thing this week and I'm guessing that you are and for me what I want to get off my chest is I'm tired of the Chargers missing out on the big name coaches right 2013 you miss out on Andy Reid 2017 you miss out on Kyle Shanahan even in 2021 You miss out on Dan Campbell, who's doing big things in the playoffs this year. Now they're going after Jim Harbaugh, and you have to fight back the feelings that the Chargers have put into you over years and years of frustration, right? And that's what's so frustrating about this team is you can never get your hopes up too much. You want to, but you're always afraid the Chargers are going to charger things at the end. And that's what I love because therapy can be different for everyone, but most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports teams. And it's important, though, still. To get things off your chest every once in a while so if you're thinking about starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule visit betterhelp.com locked on and get 10 percent off your first month that's BetterHelp help pcom locked i also need to tell you guys about the biggest name doing it in daily fantasy sports and that is price picks because price picks is daily fantasy made easy with price picks you don't have to go find a lineup and buy a team that's going to be identical to someone else's team that you're playing against that you can't see. With Fix, all you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less in their projected stats, and place your entry. The more entries you hit on, the more you win, and if you hit up to six of them in the same entry, you can win 25 times your money. fix has great weekly promotions always going on, like Taco Tuesday, where they discount select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value than before. And they also offer their reboot policy, the only daily fantasy site that gives you injury insurance. But for this weekend's slate of games, you can go with Lamar Jackson throwing for more than or less than 226 and a half passing yards, and pair that with Jameer Gibbs rushing for more or less than 45 and a half rushing yards. If you hit on both of those, you win. It's that simple. So go to PricePicks.com NFL and use the code LockedOnNFL for your first deposit match up to hundred dollars. That's prizepixcom NFL. And if you use the code Lockdown NFL, you put in $100, they will match it up to $100. So make sure you guys check out Prize Picks because it's daily fantasy sports made easy. David, we wanted to get into our Chargers mailbag today. And thank you to everyone who hit us up at Locked on Twitter or hit me and David's personal Twitters up. Or called into the voicemail line at 323-524-7924. We do have an a tier appearance today. Our vo- voicemail Hall of Famer, I would say, for sure, for a yeah. tier. You know, and he's on today's show later on. But I do want to start with Ed Helinski, who asks, in your estimation, is Jim Harbaugh a lock to become the Chargers head coach or will the Spanos family balk on his salary demands? And I feel like Ed's all of us at this point, right? It's like, hey, is this thing really going to happen or is it not going to happen? So, David, when you see that question all over Twitter, what is your response to that? Because I, I don't think you could say it's a lock at this point, but how likely do you think it is?
1: Yeah, I mean I definitely am not gonna go so far as saying that it's a lock just because I'm a Charger fan and I've been burned so many times before. But try better. With this help. honestly there is so much reports like there's so many reports out there there's so much smoke on this that for me uh, I feel like this is something that is going to happen it's not going to happen as soon as everyone wants it to happen like it's probably not going to happen today or tomorrow Uh, it's probably sometime next week in my estimation but I do feel really good about this actually coming to fruition I just obviously I want to really see it to fully believe it but if I had to put a percentage on it honestly I'm probably a about 85% I'm I'm pretty much sold that it's going to happen
0: that's really really high I, I mean I I wouldn't go that far but it just it it does feel like it's the most likely thing to happen for the Chargers right yes. now you know and, and I do think that this is as close to getting a big-time head coach that they've been since bringing in Marty Schoenheimer like this I is agree. the best you could feel since then it's still the Chargers you're always going to have reservations I'd put it at about a 65% chance which I feel like is really good. Like, I think if you would have told me that the day after Brandon Staley got fired, I think it would have taken that. I think there's nothing that's happened along the way. That's made me feel like it's less likely to happen, but at the same time, you know, Jim Harbaugh has used other teams as leverage in years past. Things haven't worked out with the other NFL teams that he's tried to catch on with. So I think the other part is, is just, it's the chargers. So you always have to kind of shield yourself and it's hard to get excited. Like we talked about it. Right. So, I put it at 65 right now. I do feel like the chargers are desperate to buy their credibility in this market and desperate to buy their credibility within the owner's small circle of very rich people. I'm tired. I think they're tired of being called cheap. And I think they want to make an impact in their new stadium and get their own fans to show up. So I do think the money's not going to get in the way of it. If it is a huge bidding war, maybe it does, but I think, he is. Our, I think they have already told him, "Hey, we will meet your contract demands." I don't think that's what's going to get in the way of this. So I'm let's get you. to the next question here from Chris Saiz, who asks, "Do you think Jim Harbaugh will have a late round advantage in the draft because he coached so long in college?" Colin Coward said Pete Carroll had that advantage coming from USC. What do you think? What do you think, David?
1: I think absolutely he has an advantage. I mean, he was at at, at Michigan, one of the biggest colleges in the nation, um, and he's recruiting. You know, the the biggest recruits and trying to go scout and recruit and bring them in. So I think he has a very strong understanding of what a lot of these college kids are, are doing, what they're capable of, and what the type of players that he feel like would fit in, into his organization and into his plan. So I, I think it's a huge advantage for him to, you know, we talked about it on, on you know, yesterday's show, you know, how that there was a kind of a relationship there with you know the Ravens and John Harbaugh and, and Jim Harbaugh when it comes to discussing different you know draft eligible prospects so I think just that intimate knowledge of, of being around these kids and seeing them up close and personal is a huge advantage for Jim Harbaugh in the draft
0: yeah and, and I think Colin Coward's right like the first couple of years out of the draft that's always going to help and you have to think that as a recruiter Jim Harbaugh has been recruiting a lot of these guys since they were high scorers. So he has a very good understanding of a lot of the young, most talented players across college football. And the other thing is, is having been at Michigan for so long and having been at Stanford and having been at the University of San Diego, his network of connections is really, really large. So he is going to be able to hopefully get a very good read on a lot of the guys that are out there. I mean, that's, you know, we talked about even with Brandon Staley when he first showed up and hired guys like Derek Ansley and some of those other college coaches, right? But with Jim Harbaugh, it's at a different level. He's been coaching and playing against, you know, some of the biggest colleges out there for an extended period of time. So I do think he should have an advantage there. You know, I think the hard thing is is trying to balance, you know, wanting guys that are specifically from Michigan, right? He didn't have that problem when he came to the NFL from Stanford when he went to the 49ers. But yeah, I do think... He has a distinct advantage in that regard, and I'm very, very excited about it if he comes in. So let's get to this next question from Nicholas Booger, who asks, what do you think comes first, the general manager or the head coach? Do you think the smoke about the divide in the organization is true? What do you think, David? Which one of these dominoes do you think falls first for the Chargers?
1: Yeah, I think, honestly, by by all accounts, I feel like the head coach is definitely going to happen first. And, and, and I think, you know, if it is Jim Harbaugh, I'm pretty sure part of the conversation that he had with the Chargers was, hey, this is the general manager candidate that I want. You know, these are, you know, this guy or these – couple of guys or the guys that I have a relationship with that I'm comfortable with, that I know that I can work in concert with to try to build this thing out the way that I want to. So I think, you know, given that information, I I firmly believe that the head coach is going to get hired first and then very quick, very quickly thereafter,
0: the general manager will probably follow. I think in an ideal world, you get Jim Harbaugh first, because I think what you don't want to happen is you don't want to get a GM for Jim Harbaugh and have that be one of the main driving forces of that hire. And, you and then have Jim Harbaugh yeah. go back to Michigan or right. go to a different NFL team. That would right? be so a I nightmare. Ideally, you would get the head coach first. In reality, though, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the GM. Because the big thing is, is for the GM, you don't have to do anything with the Rooney Rule, right? right. So they could hire their next GM tomorrow. They're going to be interviewing Ed Dodd, so maybe he blows them away. He has a good relationship with Jim Harbaugh. you listen listened to yesterday's show if you want to hear about all of the general manager's connections because there's a ton of them. Almost all of the Chargers candidates there have a connection with Jim Harbaugh. So I could see that happening as soon as this weekend. That should be when they're finishing up a lot of these interviews. There's still some guys they've requested they haven't had a chance to interview yet, so maybe it drags on a little bit longer. If I had to guess, I'd say head coach, but it also wouldn't surprise me if now that they've talked to Jim Harbaugh, now that they know what general managers he likes, if we see that general manager domino fall soon, especially for someone like Ian Cunningham, right? Or someone like that. That has been a hot commodity. Ed Dodds, who is a hot commodity. And with those guys, there's a chance. If it doesn't happen in the next couple of days, they could be gone, and they could be with another team because there's a lot of those teams. So that's what I think would push it. A lot of these teams can't hire Jim Harbaugh right now anyways. A lot of these teams could absolutely hire these general managers. So if it's Jim Harbaugh's guy and you want to make that happen as fast as possible, I would not be surprised if that happens over the next couple of days. But we still have many more good Chargers mailbag questions to get into, including... What are the expectations if Jim Harbaugh does come? Are the Chargers instantly a Super Bowl contender? And we'll also play a little bit of revisionist history going through the Chargers draft classes and fixing some of Tom Telesco's mistakes and maybe, you know, potentially changing the trajectory of what the Chargers as a franchise are. And we're going to get into that coming up right after this. First, though, I do need to tell you guys about something very important, and that is the Jace case. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but we need to talk for a minute about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, and that is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if someone in my family got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication that they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, amongst others. This stuff could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy. And the great news is you get it at a fraction of the regular price. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code On to get $20 off your order. David, I want to continue this Chargers mailbag here because we had a lot of great questions, and I know a lot of people have a lot of questions about Jim Harbaugh, and I know it's been a very Jim Harbaugh-heavy week for us. And the thing is, is like, if the Jim Harbaugh, you know, updates keep coming out, we're gonna keep bringing them to you because this is something that could happen quickly. We could happen every day, so anything that comes out. We're going to be your locked on Jim Harbaugh podcast. But if you guys want to check out another podcast, make sure you guys are checking out the locked on sports today. First ever 24 seven streaming channel. Make sure you guys go subscribe to that because it is all day, every day, all sports all the time. And you're getting the expertise that only the locked on local experts are able to bring you because it is your team every day and nobody's locked in like the locked on guys. So make sure you guys subscribe to that on YouTube. The first ever 24 seven sports streaming channel. Let's get to these next char- uh, Chargers mailbag questions here, David. This one is from Nicholas Petrilli, who asks, In my opinion, our defense was so bad because Staley got the worst out of all of our guys. With that being said, if we land Jim Harbaugh, does this team immediately become a Super Bowl contender? I think so. That's what he's saying. <laughs> if not, what is the one or two moves that need to happen to make that so? So, David, I'll let you start it off here.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, like... I it's definitely not one or two moves that need to happen. I think there's That's for sure. s- several moves that need to happen in order for the Chargers to be Super Bowl contenders. But I definitely like their chances a whole lot more with a proven winner like Jim Harbaugh as their head coach. I am not going to sit here and say right now that they're immediately a Super Bowl contender just because Too there's much so has many play things. Out. Yeah, yeah. there's so many things that have to happen between now and when the regular season uh, you know for next year starts so I just I can't sit here and say that so I mean they, they need to corner they probably need to address defensive end they need to grab a tight end they probably need to shore up the offensive line like there's several several things on the hit list that need to be covered before I feel uh, anywhere comfortable saying that the Chargers are going to be in contention for a Super Bowl championship.
0: I mean, the thing that I would say with Jim Harbaugh is I'd say immediately they're a playoff contender, even with the big cuts and things like that they have coming up. That I'm with you on. A critically tough salary cap season, they're still going to be able to be playoff contenders which I'm by. I still, so I still think he's going to keep this team competitive and have this team competitive you know competing for a playoff spot in 2024 even with the cuts and things that are on the way even with a roster reshaping if you will and I think the thing is is because hey he went to the 49ers after going 12 and one at Stanford and after having a down season the 49ers went to the NFC championship game right so it's not out of the question that they could potentially make Three run straight a run at Super Bowl it's yeah. a, a, an extremely loaded AFC that's going to have a lot of quarterbacks, including Justin Herbert, coming back a lot healthier next year. So it's yeah. going to be tough in any given season to make it through the, you know, that gauntlet that you have to go through in the AFC to make it to the big dance, right? That just yeah. is what it is. But what you do hope with Jim Harbaugh is you get that instant credibility that he brings, that he's going to get more out of what you have. And I think it also would tell, you, you know, a full-on revamp of the secondary. You need not only a safety, but probably two corners. And yeah. fixing the offensive line with coaching and additions. Because I do yes. think you can get a lot more out of it just with coaching. And Jim Harbaugh had the best offensive line in the country and collegiate Big, level. Big, physical,
1: and nasty. Definitely In
0: 2021 and 2022, right? Joe Moore Award for the best offensive line in the country. So he has connections there. That's exciting. But yeah, a lot of things. Probably more than a couple of moves to get this team going towards a Super Bowl championship. But let's get to this next question from Big Daddy E who asks, if you could redo one draft pick from any of Tom Telesco's drafts with a player that was still available at that spot in the same draft, which player would you replace? Which player would you bring in? Thanks. David, this is a really, really tough one that I had a hard time whittling down to one. Where did you go? I mean, it it was a
1: little bit difficult just going back and looking back at at all the different drafts, but there is one gigantic asterisk that I want to be wiped completely from the Chargers memory bank as far as the draft is concerned, and that is Jerry Tillery. So I want to replace Jerry Tillery with a guy who was taken four picks into the second round that year, and that is wide receiver Debo Samuel Debo Samuel that yards after contact yards after catch monster beast paired with Justin Herbert. The fact that we didn't get to see that and that was our actual real possibility is a gigantic travesty to me. That's something that, you know, just looking at uh, all of the other issues that that Tom Telesco has caused with his draft picks, picking Jerry Tillery there. And, yeah, that's a a weird spot. But making that pick, especially with the the benefit of hindsight, is something that should have never happened. So pairing Justin Herbert with Debo Samuel is a guarantee win for me
0: yeah i mean there's so many and that is a good you know get rid of a, a bad one and bring in a great one i'd almost go aj brown even over debo samuel instead of jerry tillery in that same draft i don't think you can go wrong with either of those yeah, guys i'm with you on you that could also go hey if you're trying to go similar kind of thing brandon Ayuk instead of kenneth murray or maybe just trade yeah. up one more spot or two more spots and go get justin jefferson right there's oh, a lot you can do there uh, and I think if it's this year, you no, know, Zay Flowers over Quentin Johnson, obviously, Don Kincaid, a Joey Porter. The crazy thing is, is the right answer is probably Patrick Mahomes over Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I that's probably that the too. most right answer, but I love Justin Herbert. Right. So instead, I mean, you could even go back to a couple years ago and say, hey, Instead of Trey McKitty, maybe Amon Ross St. Brown. I, I oh. don't care. Take Josh Palmer and Amon Ross St. Brown. They both went in the third round, or, you know, both Trey McKitty and Joshua Palmer. Oh, you had went to in bring that up
1: again. Oh, but Lord. if I could
0: trade Trey McKitty for Amon Ross St. Brown, I would do that in a heartbeat. And that's another, you know, hey, that's a that's Half a great a swap. Yeah, if you you take Trey McKitty over, you know, Amon Ross and Brown, he probably should have got fired. That's one of the
1: biggest travesties in the entire draft history. Huge,
0: huge travesty. But we do have an A tier voicemail, and we have to get to A tier when he calls in. Let's hear what A tier has for us this week.
1: Hi, Dan. Hi, David. This is A tier. I love you, my boys. David, this is my question. Trading back. I want the Chargers to trade back with Seattle all the way to number 16. We will get second,
0: third, fifth this year, and the second next year my question is will that be enough and remember my baby
1: we are not picking the top 15. let me get your thoughts on this love you
0: thank you my baby what do you think
1: <laughs> will that be enough i mean my goodness it's here that is a ton of draft capital for that type of a jump i think there's only a couple of examples that you can kind of bring up i think it's uh you know the texans going from 12 to three uh, they traded the third overall pick and the 105th overall pick for 12, 33, a first in 2024, and a third in 2024. So I think that's probably around the the, the level of compensation that you can expect sure. when you're going from 15 or 16 all the way down. You're into going up the 11, five. Spots, or right. down so, 11 spots, right? down 11 spots. Down 11 spots. That's a huge, huge swing and jump. I would love to see that. I, I wouldn't be ha- like like completely angry about it. Would still would love to see Malik Neighbors, but getting more ammunition in the draft to be able to address more holes is definitely not a bad idea.
0: To me, a tier. If you're going back 11 spots, I have to have a 2025 first round pick coming back to me. That that just it is what it is. I mean, I you know I think if you're going to give up that much distance and give someone else a top five pick. And a bona fide draft that, you know, you're going to have one of the top options at either, you know, the third quarterback there potentially, or one of the top offensive weapons in this draft or a top offensive tackle, whatever that may be. I get it. I need a first round pick coming back to me. That is a good haul. Right. But I think you can get a first round pick plus. Right. And I look at, you know, the Chicago Bears going from one to nine. That's only eight spots, but they're giving up the number one overall pick. They got back multiple seconds another additional first-round pick, and then some, and DJ Moore, right? So, like, I'm looking for a King's Ransom if I'm falling back that much, and it starts with another number one pick in the next draft in 2025 if you don't have one in 2024. But I do think that's a good haul. Just to me, I need a first-round pick coming back, and I still am entertaining trading back. I think that is beneficial for this team, but at the same time, it's just if I have a chance for Malik Neighbors, and if I have a chance to give Justin Herbert that guy, right, Where, you know, you could have given him Brandon Ayuk the year he was drafted, right? If I have a chance to pair and make that pairing for Justin Herbert for the foreseeable future and shore up a position that's going to be a position of need sooner rather than later at wide receiver, I'm probably doing it. But I think trading back is probably the safer call, the, the thing that helps you more in the long run, more of a future thing. But hey you still have to hit on those second and third round picks. And you don't know where a lot of those are going to come in most of the drafts, especially when you're trading for future assets. So I like the thought of trading back. It's still going to be really tough to pass up on who is there. But that is going to wrap things up for today's show. We will be back with you tomorrow with the latest Jim Harbaugh updates, probably if you're going by anything that happened this week. Maybe it won't be, Jim Harbaugh. But if we get any news, we'll be back with you guys as we always are because it is your team every day to make sure you don't miss it. Go subscribe or follow for free on the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and listen wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you to everyone who hit us up at Lockdown LAC on Twitter today to get in on this show or called into 323-524-7924 and got your 30-second voicemail in. Me, you can also find me and David on Twitter at DanTalkSports for Me and D- DrotalkSD for David. And you can also find us on Instagram at Lockdown Chargers and our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page. But make sure you guys are back here with us tomorrow because it is your team every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network. But until then, guys, take it easy and go Bolts.